Alrighty, folks, how you doing? Welcome back to the True Results 303 podcast. Once again, I am Russell, your host. I want to thank you for tuning in. Your time is very valuable, and you're spending it here. I hope that as we walk this journey together, you are picking up information, little tidbits that are going to help you not only improve your life, but improve the lives of those around you. Because there are times when we need to lead, and there are times that we need to follow. And I hope that in listening to these podcasts, following me on social media, it's helping you know when to lead or giving you the motivation to step up and take that leadership role that those most important to you might actually need in their life at this point in time. So don't forget, follow on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, the YouTube channel, And the website, all those links are in the description box. If you visit the website, you can get three free downloads. One is on setting goals. And that's going to help you whether you're just getting into exercise, maybe you fell off the wagon and you haven't exercised in a while, or maybe you're an advanced exerciser, experienced, and you still are missing something. Something's not getting you to that next level. I said there's one on nutrition and on supplementation, giving you some of the basics on what you need and what can be helpful in those areas as well because we all know that nutrition is very important and sometimes supplementation will be needed to create that healthy lifestyle that you are wanting. So right there at the beginning, that's one of my favorite Conscious rappers, they might say. Christian rapper, that's D1 and Lecrae. The song is called Work. That is D-E-E-1 and Lecrae. The song is called Work. So like I said, thank you for tuning in. And let's get in to this episode. Alright, True Crew, welcome back to the next episode. Episode 57. This one is going to be on... Figuring out how to find Mr. or Mrs. Right in your life, right? Picking and finding the perfect spouse for you. So the first thing I want to start out with, because I just thought of it before I forget it, is we need to make sure that we are finding someone, or the biggest issue is everybody always says they want to find someone who completes them, right? And if you've listened to the some of my past podcasts, you know that I believe in spirituality, Christianity, Catholicism for me. Um, But as long as you're a spiritual person, you've got to understand that the only thing that will truly complete you is becoming one with God, finding God, and creating that relationship with God, right? So instead of finding someone that completes you, you need to find someone that complements you. Remember that. You got to find someone that compliments you. <clears throat> so, that's how I'm starting off. So when we've got to understand as well that when it comes to finding your spouse, the one the you know, the man or woman you want to spend your life with, have children with, 
It all is going to start with you, and it all is going to start from a young age. So, if you are a parent, you plan on being a parent, anything that you are going to hear right now, you are going to need to make sure that you are talking to your future children or your children right now about this same exact thing, right? It's all going to start with you. And you've got to first understand what are your values, what are your morals, what are your traditions in life. I think one of the big things is they want to destroy or we ourselves are destroying tradition within our own lives, right? Your family traditions. If you are someone, in my opinion, that is, you know, a devout Catholic, a devout Muslim, Buddha, you know, Buddhist, whatever the case may be, whatever values and traditions you have in your life, the worst thing you can do is marry outside of those values. You know, I hate to say it, because once you marry outside of those values, you are most likely going to lose some of those values and traditions. So you need to make sure that you know what is important to you and you ensure that you marry someone with those same values. That's the number one thing. You need to also make sure that you've got your career path or your next five to ten years planned out. I've said this before. Why waste your time on dating people that are wrong? You know, in my opinion, you should be upfront right off the bat with your situation. Because there's no point in wasting time, right? People are already ta already talking about nowadays how it's so hard to survive in this world. You can't afford an apartment. You can't afford to eat. You can't afford this or that. Well, if that's the case, you can't afford to go out on 10, 15, 20 pointless dates wasting your valuable resources of your time, your money, your emotions, and anything like that. So in my opinion, day one, date one should seriously just be like a job interview you know what do you want to do with your life do you want to have children do you believe in this do you believe in that and if they say no there's nothing wrong with you, you know finish the date be nice hey you met someone you're getting experience under your belt of being around uh you know strange strangers that you've never met and having conversations but in reality you'll be able to know right there and people might think it's crazy but hey that's fine your time is valuable your resources are valuable, and you've got better things to do with your with those with those gifts given you by God uh, to not waste them on this person. Again, you know you can use them uh, for uh, a better purpose. That's my true belief, but you know it, it's up to you. But I think knowing that is going to be number one, you know, or number two actually. But once again, you've got to know yourself first. What are you capable of? You have to be spiritually strong, physically strong, mentally strong. And if you're not, it's not going to work well in any relationship that you come across, that you try to get into, right? Like they say, I've, I've said it before, you know, if you can't love yourself, you're, you're sure as heck not going to be able to love someone else, right? That's why when... You try to find that completion in someone else, you've got to understand that that person is just a, hum a flawed human being like you. I've heard it said best, the reason why a spiritual person or someone that believes in God should also date someone who believes in God is because if you don't, if you don't believe in God and you hold the person that you are dating to a 
to the highest standard, to the standard of God, when that person hurts you, you're going to want to get even with that person. You'll be like, well, if they can do it to me, I'll do it to them. But if you have God as your standard, perfection as your standard, when your spouse does something that angers you, that upsets you, your first thought isn't going to be, I'm going to get even. Your first thought is going to be, you know, I need to forgive. I need to still love. And you've got to remember that. And that all comes down to that same concept of picking a spouse, right? Are you picking someone that is going to be there for you? you got to make sure that you're in, they're in it for the right reasons. Not just because they want to get married. Or not because, just because they want to get kids. Don't fall into this lie that, that everybody's getting divorced nowadays. Not everybody's getting divorced. I mean, in my family, for my aunts and uncles, it's 50-50, you know. And they say it's about that, but I know way more people, I think, that have been together than are divorced. In my opinion, in the older generation... I was thinking about this the other week. I think the reason why we, you know, we're like, well, that, they kind of talk about how back in the day they would get married younger, right? But in reality, there wasn't all these luxuries and all this nonsense that we have today, right? You didn't have to worry about a, a career, you know, there, there weren't as many opportunities to make as much money. You weren't going into, uh, you know, you weren't 24 and $150,000 in debt. There was no debt, right? You just went out, got a job, and worked. So I think the difference is we we have these high and difficult standards that sometimes are unrealistic. And I think you've got to understand with, you know, with a woman's biological clock nowadays, the men are having biological clocks almost, it seems, the sooner you can start to build this life with someone, the the better things are going to be for you in general. You know, but you've got to understand that it's not always going to be perfect. It's going to be the most difficult thing you've ever done. Uh, but you got to stick with it. Uh, you definitely got to stick with it. So now, now let's say you're you you are you're already there, right? You you don't you didn't need that part of the podcast. Well, what about your family? And I think you've got to understand, like anything else, if you're a Christian or in some form of of a religion, right? There's always, you know, there's always that uh, hierarchy, right? Even in Christianity, you know, there was like God, and then at one time there was Abraham, and then it went down, right? There's always the one, the two, three, four. There's this level of how people's roles are played throughout society even right we've got president vice president and it just keeps going down same thing within our states within our cities there is a role that each family member plays and you've got to understand that your children and your family structure should work the exact same way now remember they say the and, and it's hard for us as humans to understand this but sometimes when we have children we tend to put the children first. But once again, the best way to love your children is to show them that you love their mother. If you're a mother, to show them that you love their father. right? Because love is the most important thing. And if you are showing them dysfunctional love day in and day out, you're already setting them up for failure. 
if God is love and they are learning dysfunctional love, then how will they ever grow to know God, to love God? Because all they've known is dysfunction. So that's the first thing you need to know. You need your child to know that the most important thing in your life, you know, God's always first, but is going to be their father, their mother. And then you've got to teach them from a young age, right? That always comes down to people saying, oh, they just want to, uh, you need to let them be kids. You need to let them be children and have a childhood. But then all of a sudden, right, at three mo at uh, two months old, first word is the f word right these kids understand and know more than you'll than we ever will think and and the sooner that you can teach them to be responsible children and respectful children it's only setting them up for success the the more you slack on that you're only hurting your child that's what you need to understand you are only hurting your child so you need to know your, you need to let your children know it's God first, then your spouse, and then them. That's what you need them to know. You know, I struggle with this. I just got engaged, and you know, my fiance wanted to send the pictures, but she didn't want to make it too obvious. So the picture was like a side view of us with her hand on my shoulder, and you know, the hand that the ring was on. And then it seemed like she was kind of upset that her mom didn't notice in the picture. And she's like, my mom notices everything. And I think, you know, that goes to prove right there, like, we're all human beings. We all have our own lives to live. So sometimes we're going to forget those small details, right? She's got her own worries about her and her husband and, and things of that nature. So that's what you've got to understand. You know, loving your wife means being for them, being there for her. You know, I I want to get into it, but I'm not going to get into it because I'm not an expert in that area. But in reality, I would say read the book Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus by, I think it's John Gray. He just came out with one called Beyond Mars, Beyond Venus. I just started reading it. Very interesting stuff. That one is based more on the, the role reversals of women being at work more, men being at home a little bit more. Uh, estrogen, testosterone, things like that. It's very interesting so far, so it's something that I would highly suggest that you read. You know, I always thought it was nonsense growing up. You heard the title, it just sounds goofy. Uh, the book, though, the books are really incredible. So I would say it's something that you definitely have to listen to or read. Uh, you know, I think we've got to understand as spouses, I think... You, you, you make promises, right? When you're when you're you have your wedding vows, when you have your mass or whatever you have, you know, just your little court date, whatever it is, you make a promise to each other. And I think you've got to understand that the biggest promise you make is to be a better person than you are right now in the next you know, year, two years, three years, four years, five years, whatever it is. That should be your goal. To be better. To be a better spouse then than you are now. To fall deeper in love then than you are now. And I know the world beats us up. And work can get crazy. Children can get crazy. But you can't let that neglect. Allow you to neglect your spouse and your loved one. You can't let that happen. Right? We've got to understand that marriage is sacred. 
the bond that the two of you are going to have is something sacred. You're going to tell this person things that you've never told someone else. You're going to, for men, you'll probably cry in front of this woman, right? You've got to understand that you're also there to lift each other up at all times. To lift each other up at all times. And I've got many, many pod or YouTube videos on relationships. Go into the relationship uh, tab or whatever they call it, uh, category. And I'll go deep. And there's a lot more stuff I talk about. But I just wanted to, to get you thinking about these things, right? Thinking about these things. Like I said, at the beginning, it all starts with you. Parents or young children. Getting your children on track at 16, 17. This is what I wanted to say too. My grandmother's just about to pass. She's at the hospital the last two days. Um, she probably won't make it to the end of the week. It's Wednesday right now. Wednesday morning, 5.53 I'm making this. Um, she's probably not going to make it to the end of the week. And I'm sitting there thinking like, man, because it took me till I was like 27, 28 to finally start getting my act together, you know. And I'm sitting there like, I've got cousins who are younger than me. You know, I have a cousin who had a baby at 14. I got my other cousin had it at like 17, her senior year of high school. You know, I'm barely engaged and I'm 35. And I'm sitting there. As I watch my grandmother getting ready to pass, you know, and I'm like, damn, she's not even going to be able to see me get married. She's never even going to see my kids. And that's and that's the selfish thing in me. Like, that's not even what I'm truly thinking about. I'm, what I'm really thinking about is, like, my children are never going to know her. They're never going to get to know her. And that's really sad. On my dad's side, everybody's gone. I only got one aunt, one uncle left. I'm the oldest of six grandkids, I think, or seven. Seven grandkids? I might be five. Five, the first of five, maybe. Either way, you know, and these people were beautiful people. And since I couldn't get my crap together... You know, nobody's going to meet them. None of my grandparents knew them. My grandparents on my dad's side were never able to be great-grandparents. My grandma and grandpa were never able to be great-grandparents. Now, my grandma on my mother's side, my mother's side is Hispanic. My grandma was a great-great-grandma. Great-great. Yeah, because I'm grandma. grandma. A great-great-grandma, I think. You know... Um, and that's a sad thing when you think about it. We're too busy rushing around in our own lives thinking, me, 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 my life, my life, my life. And we forget those important things, I think. So I'm going to end it here. Why marriage is just a piece of paper. I have this video out as well. You know, that same issue of why are we struggling to hold marriages together? If the numbers are true. And this I heard from a priest. Who said he was you know. Praying meditating over the issue. And why marriage is just a piece of paper. 
And he said, why marriage is just a piece of paper is because we're doing things backwards, right? We've got things all out of order, all out of whack. Before, it used to be you would date, you would get married, you would move in, you would have children, right? Date, marriage, move in, children, right? So that's four things. One, you date. Two, you marry. Three, you move in. Four, you have children. Nowadays, it's all backwards, right? We're usually getting married at the end. So it's you date, you move in, you might have a child, and then you get married, right? So after that, putting it in that order, putting marriage fourth, there's nothing else to come after marriage. So a lot of these people get married, and then they say to themselves, I thought it was going to be different. But it's the exact same thing. It's like, well, yeah, because you did it out of order. If you would have dated, got married, and then got married, right? Then you have to, then you get to move in together, which is something new and crazy. And then you have children together. You know, another thing that's new and crazy. Uh, so that brings more excitement back into marriage and a family. You know? Uh, so think about that too, you know, so yeah, it is just a piece of paper when you put marriage at the end, because you've already done everything, but once you put marriage at the beginning of that relationship, and then you go into, you know, relations, children, moving in, there's so much more to look forward to in a marriage, so I'm going to end it there, like I said, there's a lot of other information I got out there on YouTube about uh, dating, you know. Uh, I swear I probably have about 20, 30 videos. And, I mean, that would have just ended up making this uh, hour and a half, two hour podcast, which I'm not really, I don't really care to do. You know, it's just kind of give you some food for thought, some information, and then go check out the other stuff. Uh, so once again, I hope this was valuable information for you. If it was, then check out some other podcasts. See if there's something with that that sparks interest in you. I have one on what is love. Let me open my computer to let you know what that is. Maybe if I can find it. If not, I have one on what is love, why we are struggling to find love because I've heard it said best a while back you know if you don't know what something is or what something is used for then when you try to change it you will most likely end up destroying it right remember that if you don't know what something is made for you will most likely end up destroying it and that is episode 20 so I'm going to leave it right there. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow my social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, the YouTube channel as well. All those links are down below. If you're on iTunes, please leave a review. Let me know what you thought, if there are any things I can do to change or make this better. So stay tuned for the next episode.